Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? It's Thursday night. That means that's NBA playoffs here on At The Bus Sports. We're talking all the series, so stay tuned. Join us in the live chat. Let's do it. Nation for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's up, everybody? Welcome, Welcome to After Buzz Sports. This is our NBA playoffs review. It is Thursday night. I got Joshua Johnson with me. Where can yeah. they find you, baby? Hey, guys, you can find me all over social media at JJ the Talented. Thank you very much. Jill? I'm Jill Monroe. You can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. We're right now live also on Josh's Periscope, and we're yes. in the chat. Yes. Hop in the chat and get, get at us chat. in there. Yes. What's up? I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me live on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Periscope at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Oh, let's give a happy birthday shout out to that dog, Izzo, 100. It's his birthday. He wanted to give him a happy birthday. Hey, hey, happy birthday. Show. Shout so out to the May Babies. Happy birthday to you. My birthday was May 1st, so, you know, was shout it? out to us. That's right. How my was birthday it? was Monday. May Day? May Day. I saw, I saw you May on your, on your uh, on Instagram and all that good stuff. Yeah, at the pool. Yeah. Relaxing. You got a good time. Shout out to that. You got a out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. All right, now it's time to talk basketball. It is time to talk basketball. So... What do you guys want to start with first? Let's go with Wizards Celtics. That's the most interesting series right now out of the two that were being played tonight. You have a blowout, basically, but I, I don't want to say I expected so much of a blowout, but I did expect the Wizards to bounce back at home and actually take this victory. I'm not really surprised that they won this game. I'm not even surprised that the Celtics didn't put too much of a fight, but I think the storyline is fighting, right? I mean, in a game where it wasn't yeah. too close. It definitely was fighting. Right? For your, yeah, <laughs> to right. your first Drama. point, I think the, the, the Wizards haven't lost at home in this playoffs yet. Right, so I think they're they're undefeated in the playoffs. Okay, yeah. So of course they're going to come out strong. They did. They came out shooting. My man Bog, uh, Bohan, Bohan Bogdanovich Bogdanovich yeah. uh, with four three pointers. He had nineteen points off the bench. Really lit it up. Um, they were firing all cylinders, uh, cylinders except for Bradley Beal. Um, he's still struggling. They need him. He's struggling this uh, game two and this game. Game one he, he was a leading scorer for the team. Yeah, but yeah, and he's a leading scorer uh, overall. So they really need him to step up. But yeah, man, Wizards are doing it, and fighting is the name of the game. <laughs> um, yeah. What did we have? Kelly Oubre responding rather violently, appropriately, appropriately. He caught two hard ones from uh, Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder, like, what's the history between those two? Because Olynyk's actually known as a dirty player in the league, so there might be like some tension built up that maybe not just from this game, but maybe from games Do one, you two, think three. Has so? has um. Kelly really played that much this season where there could no, be tension. No, but what he, did with, what he did with Kevin Love, I'm just saying his true reputation. Indeed, true indeed. And they, the Wizards did have, you know, a little bit of a rivalry going on with the Celtics. This is not new. Yeah, they do. They do new. not they like do. each other. They said that in postgame. Um, this series has been more interesting than I expected. Yeah. Well, no, I thought this would be a dope series. Well, yet. now, did you? right? Yeah. Did you think so? Oh, oh, you're saying it's been more interesting than you expected. Got it. Okay. I like. I didn't know what to expect. I actually, I expected Washington to come out on top. Okay. Um, I thought that it would be competitive, but it's been a little more compelling for different reasons than maybe I was expecting. 
Okay. Do we think okay. that Isaiah Thomas is crossing into superstar status? He's close. Yeah, very what, what close. What do you guys think in the chat? Do you guys think Isaiah Thomas is a superstar? I mean, my Periscope, right? You still have that going? Yes, I still do. Going? My Periscope's still <laughs> going. It's still not, going on. Let's not forget my man was the last pick in the draft. He was. Like, Number that is 60. amazing. 60. That's a, is, do we call that Mr. Irrelevant in NBA? Or is that just NFL? Oh, no, it's Mr. Relevant. We're going to call him Mr. Just relevant. Any sport. Yeah. It's just like last man picked is Mr. Relevant. Yeah. He's definitely made himself relevant, except in this game. He wasn't that relevant. They held him to, I think, 13 points this game. Who's that in the yeah. chat? Oh, I missed it. Someone in the chat was saying that it's going to be Cavs-Warriors finals again, without a doubt, so they're not really interested in this portion of the playoffs. It's still exciting basketball. I mean, but just from yeah. a, a oh. basketball fan standpoint, I want to watch these games. Especially the, the Wizards-Celtics series, I mean, aside from this game, has been pretty good. Well, been no, very well, good. I mean, we saw a historic it, performance by Isaiah Thomas yeah. and John Wall. They're going back and forth. I mean, 50 why points. would you want to watch that? Yeah. Then 13 points. This game was the lowest ever scored in the playoffs after a 50-plus point, um, fifty plus point game. So Isaiah Thomas, I mean, th- it wasn't his night. Do you guys think he'll bounce back? Though? Absolutely. I think he'll bounce back. He's also going through a range of emotions. Do you know, you never really – he probably doesn't even know what to expect from himself night in and night out. Yeah. You know, big emotional uh, – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, wins. He lost a tooth the other night. So, no, really. <laughs> that, I mean, no, that's very, he that's had, an emotional what thing. Say, <laughs> ten hours, tooth is very emotional. He had 10 hours of dental surgery because the tooth that was knocked out, it was clean, knocked out from the root. But then he also damaged the other two beside it. So yes, he had to have root canals for those. So, I mean... It's a lot of intensity going on. I don't know if anybody's ever had a root canal, but it's not fun. Right. No. And it's definitely not fun to do 10 hours worth of mouth work <laughs> in what, like two days have you before ever had you have to, to like, play. Stick your tongue like in a, in a, like a missing part of yes. your tooth. Like, oh, it's, God. Yeah. it's disgusting. And he had to have some type of little procedure done at halftime. So he was late coming back out to the bench for the third quarter. So, so is that what, what held him to 13 points? Or was it the I, I mean, mm, well, <laughs> I just wanted to point out that. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas is having mouth issues as well as <laughs> emotional things, so we don't know. You know, well, well the we chat saying uh, Scott Cagnard saying it is a top ten player in this league, and then you got CJ Houston saying no, he's not, and Fantasy Stats Guru saying he's not a superstar, as in top five, but he's definitely top half of all stars. So that's basically all. As big of a mixed bag as you can possibly say about. I think at any given time in any league, there are only five true superstars. And my criteria for what makes a superstar is pretty stringent. What is the criteria? Well, one of them is obviously the most obvious thing is wins or rings. It's why we play. So I I think that it's very hard, not impossible, because there are, you know, those up-and-comers. But I feel like it's hard to be considered a superstar if you don't have a ring. You said wins or rings or wins and rings? Wins and rings. So, I mean, mean, do you know what I mean? We've got a lot of players without rings. We do, but I'm saying at any given time in any league, true superstars, I think there's only five. I think there's a lot of stars. There's all-stars, but true superstars. In the NBA right now, LeBron, right? Steph Curry, obviously. Durant. You got to put Durant. Durant. 
A superstar? Hell yeah. He is. Hell yeah. Russell Westbrook. No ring. Right? <laughs> no ring. I, here's the thing. To me, I don't think, I think he, he he's getting I'm, superstar money sets, but I, I'm with you. I'm I, trying I, to poke a hole in your he, No, no, no. Here's the thing. He's missing it for a couple of reasons. There's two other things that also go into that besides Russell ring. Westbrook. I think social stat, yeah. And I also think that you have to have a dope wife. But that's <laughs> Wait, a whole other thing. What? All of this plays do into you need your a dope, superstar marketability. Chat, yes. you need a dope wife to be a superstar. Periscope, you need a dope wife to be a superstar. So there's I no think that's way. Part of the Hold on, Mark in the booth. That that do you need a dope wife to be a, a superstar? Yourself. I think I don't see that What's you the can relevance? be. Let me tell you why. I don't think you can be a top tier superstar without a bad chick at your side because lifestyle is such a big Kevin component. Durant. Again, again, we've said several reasons why oh, technically God. Kevin Durant doesn't make my superstar list. Wait, Jill, are you su- just trying to promote the Wags after? <laughs> I'm saying I mean, that can help. I'm all about the team after oh, Buzz TV. God. Make sure you check out Wags and Basketball Wives. However, no, I do think that all of that, when you're talking about a true superstar, I think across the thing, some of the things that play into their um, status uh-huh. is the lifestyle component. It's how they live. It's mark. It's a part of the marketing um, campaign. Kyrie Irving is... I, I I don't he's like one A I don't quite consider him a superstar right, yet he's right, right there we, 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 that's we, we another conversation yeah. I, I want to stick to this series Mark I have yeah. a video up there um, Mike the Ripley Kelly. wants to know what the dial in number is dope what? wife I'm dead Sam him, so. Jones you know I'm right you know I'm right James Harden through. doesn't have a ring you're right he doesn't have a ring or a wife is that or a wife the, but Kelly he said wife Kelly Olynyk and Kelly one. and there was two incidences too where there was a hard pick on Ubre by Olynyk. Yeah, the I mean, second one it resulted in in the push, and, and it did seem a little it did seem a little extra to me. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. are we gonna show that? I Do you think he was acting? I, you know, Mark, just play one of the videos, and we'll we'll talk about whichever one. We'll play the next one after whichever that. Whichever one does. I, yeah. exactly, I mean, it, it's you, it, it's all in the same. It's all the same. If you okay, see no uh, if you see Ubre's face um, after the the um the, he was upset. The second one, I think, it was, but I also think he was hit in the in the nose area, so it was, it was red. So I, oh, I don't think, I don't think so he was okay. acting. I think he was. He just he hit. was legitimate. Didn't just um, didn't feel it going through. And, his, and you know, the Olenek's arms came up a little bit too. It looked like Olenek kind of flopped a little bit when he. Did, I felt like he flopped when he went back. He did right a little. Okay. I a mean, little. I, I felt mean, like he saw he was selling from it. the wide shot that they the show push. on TV. From the wide shot that they show on TV, it looked like it was a genuine like bull rush. Olenek got hurt and like fell back. But then I slowed and saw mo- saw it in slow motion, and I was like, "Wait a second. He flopped a little. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely. I, yeah, I think he went with it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah he absolutely flopped. Um, still waiting on that. Okay, Josh, number give me is uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so we're going we're going right there. That's go. the first time. That's the first one, right? Or is that the no, second? No, this one? is okay. yeah. Here it comes. Then this is the huh. second one. You guys see it there? And now he gets up. What you say? What, what you what, say? What? Huh? What? what you what? say what? about Dear. my mama? <laughs> you ain't got no wife. Yeah, I think. I think now. It's, it's, <laughs> now watch this. I see. It's not as. Uh, I, don't, I think. I think he would have got knocked over anyway. But I think. I think Kelly he's Olenek a big guy. Did. He's bigger than than Obrey. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I think. I think Ubre's gonna get suspended for at least a game or two. I hope he doesn't. Do I think he should get uh, probably about fifty thousand um, dollar. You say he should get fifty thousand dollar fine. A fifty thousand dollar fine, but suspended? no suspension. No I suspension. don't think he should be suspended. I mean, that's yeah. a, bull- Jesus, I mean, a lot. But what about the fact the ref? There was some incidental contact with the ref. Do you think they'll take that into consideration and say that you know the ref was since the ref was involved, they will indeed suspend him and fine him? I, you know, it's hard to say because I think some of it goes on intent and and where they're. It looked so vicious, kind of yeah. from the initial shot. I think that that's what they're gonna go with. And just because the history with these two teams has already been chippy, 
surprise Markeith Morris wasn't involved was, wait no it's Marcus that plays no Markeith Markeith okay it is Markeith um, he wasn't involved in anything really tonight he was kind of the calm one tonight so right right but you know who was is Brandon Jennings um, and Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier, yeah, yeah, who was also involved. Yeah, in the and they scuffle. have some history. In March, they got into a little bit of a scuffle in Boston. So um, we have I, the footage can here I just as well. Say, this, the, I, I saw it all go down, and Brandon Jennings was really instigating. I think you think so. Well, that's what he does. Instigating. He's an instigator. And the guy, he, well, he has no, he has no production value. He has no production value. I mean, he's just out there to stir the pot. He's like a poor man's uh, Matt Barnes, right? But we know there's history between these guys. That's the thing. We know. I, I mean, but I think Brandon likes to stir the pot, period. If you follow him on Twitter, you can see, like, after Paul Pierce's last game, he was like, he doesn't deserve, uh, he only won one ring. He doesn't deserve a farewell tour for what he did. And he came back, it was like 19 seasons. So I, I think that that is part of Brandon's role. He's Has he been in the playoffs before? I feel like this is his first. Brandon Jennings? With the Bucks, yeah. With the Bucks. He said Bucks and six on. against the Heat. I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> this guy's very when unhappy. Say, when did I say that? Life. Last no, year? No, you didn't say it. Oh, Brandon Jennings. Oh, okay. I'm oh, like, when did I yeah. said that? I'm like, yeah. He uh, said he said Bucks and six. It was like what uh, Damian Lillard did against uh, the Warriors this year. Well, oh, you know, I, oh. like I don't get mad at players for doing that because what are they supposed to say? No, they're gonna take nah, us yeah, out in right. five. It's just I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, it's still, yeah. It's still kind of funny. No, but the, I, Brandon Jennings is, is rubbed me the wrong way. Does he? Yeah, he, this guy is clearly going out there being a bully and and adding no value to his team. None. Well, he he actually played pretty well for the Knicks this this year, and I was uh, a Knicks fan who didn't want him. He, I really I didn't, but I can't deny that he played them. He stayed well, and, and then Washington the traded for him, thinking they were going to get that Brandon Jennings, and he's just been a huge disappointment. I think ever since Tiana Taylor put out that. Sexy video. <laughs> I think he's really just lost his mind. And, you know. uh, why yet, Shante? <laughs> I mean, La Shante. Um, you know, I think that he he's only been with the team a short while. He got he um actually the Knicks waived him and so um DC picked him up in what about late March. So one, I don't think he really has a role with the team. He's just trying to get in there and get some stuff going. But yeah. um, it will be interesting to see what comes down tomorrow and how. I think that this series is going to be reft a little tighter okay. from this point on, and I don't know if that's going to make a difference or not, but um, they don't like each other. Like you said, it's definitely going to be more exciting now with yeah. this this history and this everything kind of boiling up to a point. Now, if, if Washington wins this next game at home... I think they are. I think this game goes seven. Okay. The series goes seven. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Jay, what is yeah. it in the chat? You're smiling over there. Um, they're saying that... Um, Brandon Jennings thought he um, somebody thought he was going to be the next AI and Never. Then Sam Stop. Jones said that Brandon Jennings is like the little yachty of basketball <laughs> disrespecting all the old heads so who's, Joe Bu- who's, Joe's Bu- who's Joe no. who's Joe Budden who's Joe Budden Brandon Jennings is, I would say Brandon Jennings is like Joe Budden he's the one that's going around the hater <laughs> yeah uh, smashing dreams and yeah. then people just want to be happy okay that's a good one alright let's move on to uh, the Warriors Jazz game Warriors win 115-104 to 104. they take a 2-0 lead alright great let's move on to Cleveland and- I, I mean <laughs> Shout out to Draymond. The game a little bit. I I don't think there was any doubt that the Warriors would win this game. The Jazz did put up a valiant effort. Let's give the Jazz Mm. some credit. I mean, that's as much as you can say. Define a valiant effort. Uh, Well, they were pesky. I mean, they didn't really. They were, you know, they were. With that game, when were they in striking distance? Realistically, never. But okay, (laughs) Okay. so this is my thing because they played kind of enthused. It's the playoffs. It's your job. Of course, you you have to give something, but. I never once felt like, yo, I can, can't afford to turn this off. The Jazz might come back. and never felt like that. Okay. And I think without George Hill, I didn't expect him to actually play even close to 
what they needed to do to win the game. I mean, you need as much offensive firepower if you're going to beat the Warriors. George Hill's your starting point guard. He can put the ball in the hoop. And Sheldon Mack's not that bad, but you know, you're know you losing a lot when you lose your starting point guard. Gordon Hayward, 33 points. That's what they're going to need from him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin Durant had a good game. Steph had a good game. I don't know. It's really not much to say about this series. I mean... I would love to sit down and analyze it, but it's like at the same time, we know it's coming. Yeah. So, Each game is going to be the same. Do know. we think both the Cavs and the Warriors will go through the first two rounds with no losses? I, I think the Raptors are going to get one. The Raptors get one? I think so. I, I think the Warriors sweep the Jazz. They've really got to they, they've catch Cleveland slipping, but the way LeBron is playing right now, I, I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, can we give really quickly go back and give John Wallace props? Yeah. Tonight marks this the 10th straight game that he's had 20-plus points and 7-plus assists in postseason games. So Beast. he's been putting in a lot of work this season consistently Beast. since about January. Uh, since December, since December, since actually, Kentucky. December. I, when my man played for Kentucky, I was like, this uh, guy I mean, yeah, but he, there, there's been some slippage and it some incidents injuries. and, you know. But I mean, he's he's getting it though. He's, he he's out there getting it now. I mean, I mean, to get back to this series too, the Warriors. I mean, I think the big story with the Warriors is how are these four superstars going to coexist with each other, or four stars? I wouldn't say superstars under Jill's definition. There are some. No, but, Steph Curry is a superstar. Okay, but I'm talking Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Clay yeah. Thompson, Kevin Durant, not a superstar, Kevin Durant 25 points, um, not yet. He'll 11 rebounds, leader. seven assists, seven assists for Kevin Durant. That's and good. that's why that's I think good. Kevin that's Durant nice. fits in very well because he's not a selfish superstar. He's willing to move the ball. He takes smart shots. And I think people also forget that also they spent time together this summer. I mean, well, last summer, excuse me. They spent time together building up because they played on Team USA together. So there was time in Vegas during mini camps. There right. was the time when they were in Brio. I, th- um, I think that there are things that made this team an easier gel. There, I mean, obviously we saw the rough edges of, okay, so who should take the last shot? Who's going to dominate in the end? Is it Steph? Right. Is it Kevin? But I think that they, those things are still being worked out. But even as they're being worked out because they are sort of pass-first mentality or if my teammate scores, I score, it hasn't been as rough of a transition as the big three in Miami or some of the others. Right, because they can easily adapt. I mean, Steph Curry, I mean, he, even though he averaged 30 points a game past couple years, like, he knows how to pass the ball. He knows how to run an offense. Klay Thompson, he's more of a spot-up shooter, so he doesn't really have the ball in his hands to begin with unless he's shooting and shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. And Draymond just facilitates that's, that's the way he He does plays. everything. Exactly. So it's like they fit naturally. They really do. And I don't think it's going to be a problem when it comes to the finals. I am saying finals because I don't think that either Houston or San Antonio is going to be able to challenge them. But I, I, I guess that's the only really storyline – to take from this series is just I mean, to watch Gordon, the Warriors and say, okay, how are they looking right now? Let's check the pulse on the Golden State Warriors because, I mean, we can break down every game in this series. They're not going to they're not going to lose a game to the Utah Jazz. They're, they're just they're just not. It's it's almost like we're watching practice and it's like, all right, how's our team looking practice today? Do we think Houston will give them? Should Houston move ahead, which I feel is likely, especially with the Parker injury. We'll get into that, yeah. But um, you know, just something think, to um, ponder. I think my man Gordon Hayward's contract is up this year. Free agent this year? Does he stay? Really? Yeah, I think Gordon stays. Stays? Yeah. Where's Where's he gonna go? Anyway, I would love. I mean, Knicks. I know there's a, who I'm saying Knicks. who with available <laughs> that that can pay him. Like, because here's the thing. Yeah, there's a lot of places that need a point guard, but there's also the um, the financial factor that is a huge piece of how these parts move around. And yeah. If it's a team that needs multiple pieces, is Gordon Hayward? 
your your centerpiece and you I would fill say it out. He's not a centerpiece, but he's a hell of a he's a second piece. He's yeah. a second piece. Yes, yes, he's a second piece. He's a, he's but a, that's the yeah, key thing: a second piece who he, has money. He, he's to a pay he's him a, a bad side chick right for real right bad. right like. If you got Gordon Hayward as a you side chick, status? Your, your, your wife is like, <laughs> All right, so let's move on because, I mean, we really can't talk much about this series, to be honest with you. Um, what's Cavaliers-Raptors, 125 to 103 victory last night. Um, mm-hmm. And Mike Rippey is going to have to maybe – were you here when they made the bet, when you made the bet with D'Angelo? No. Oh, D'Angelo made a bet that, uh, the, bet? He, that the Ra- Raptors were going to get swept by the Cavaliers. And everyone in the chat, by the way, we still haven't come up with like a consequence for Rippy if the Cavaliers sweep the Raptors. So let's come up with that. Um, but the Cavaliers are in 125-103. And I, I saw back in the chat, I think CJ said that the Raptors are going to get embarrassed on their home floor. I, is there any chance that the Raptors can make this a series in your mind, Josh? No. no. But did you see the embarrassment that LeBron, <laughs> LeBron Did you see the ball spin? The ball yeah, spin you, was rude. You think so? the ball spin? Here's, here's why. I'm it was just like rude. I'm I'm in the I'm in the park. I'm just like, yo, we just shooting some little pickup ball. Like, whoop whoop. Wow, got him with the three. It's like you 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 like, real quick like Rucker, it, Drew Lee, like just a me. real just a real I'm, little I mean, come on. The other night, he grabbed the beer and was like, yeah, if it was red wine, I would have took a sip. They're toying with them. They're clowning. All we need is a reassurance, even though, you know, opposite coast. At this moment, I wish Danny Green was somehow re and superimposed on the Cavs so we could get a Danny Green, LeBron, little jig dance routine. Remember the dance routines they used to do on the sidelines? You don't remember that? The, yeah, the Cavs. Oh, the, the Cavs, Cavs dancer yeah. With Danny Green, who now plays for the Spurs, and LeBron. Danny Green was LeBron's main dance partner. Was he? And they used to do the little jigs and grab hands. It was hilarious. Anyway, sorry. Guess I'm alone in that. But <laughs> Stephen Rose in the chat is actually a, a good friend of mine, very good friend of mine, okay. said that we should shave Rippy's head. <laughs> we cannot. The man bun is at stake. You cannot. That would be, we would have to check uh, with Rippy on that. I yeah. think that'd be hilarious. He's got he's got to stand by his word though. <laughs> your money where your mouth is, man. Um, he didn't say he would shave his head though. True. You know that's why you that's... don't make these ambiguous bets without knowing what the consequence is. <laughs> I say the Raptors get one at home. I, I think so. I mean, last year the Cavs are down are up two zero against the Raptors, and everyone thought, all right, this series is over. Same thing as, like as this year. I think the Raptors, although I don't like them, I think they have enough talent to put together a game. Where I'm, I'm still not convinced the Cavaliers have just fixed their defensive problems like that. So you say the Cavaliers just have kind of an off night, and the yeah. Raptors take advantage. I of think it. the Raptors it, win Game Three. It would, it would have to be an off night on on the uh, Cavaliers' part. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that would make that make the Cav- uh, Toronto win? Uh, Demar Derozan has to play better. Did you see a stat line two for eleven five points last game? Mm-hmm. When your best player is shooting two for eleven. Hold up the They've and been, then and Lowry's hurt. Is is he hurt? Oh, is yeah, that what you believe? He had another one of those five point games. Yeah, yeah, he, he shot two for eleven. He's gonna have one of those every series. Well, this will be the last series, but yeah, that's that's pretty much on par for Demar. Yeah, they're so spotty. Chat. Who do you got in Game Three? I think I think the chat's gonna say overwhelmingly that they have the Cavs. So Raptors, Probably. especially the bigs, um, play um, need to play scary. That's from Sam Jones. Ian says that they need a system. We talked about this, how it might be a coaching issue with Toronto. Um, and that dog, Iso, wants to know if LeBron's going to pass Michael Jordan in what, scoring? scoring. I mean, yeah, playoff scoring. Yeah, he will eventually. He has, like, what, he's only uh, 200 points away? Yeah, you got to give him maybe, that. like, 
I mean, if he keeps sweeping, <laughs> right? If they keep sweeping, sweeping teams. He might get, not get there to the finals, but he he will by the end of the playoffs. Do you think LeBron is aware of the legacy he's creating right now in the, in the playoffs? Absolutely. Completely aware. And, and do you think he's going to play with that in mind? Absolutely. One thousand percent. Yes. One thousand percent. I can't see Toronto winning a game in this series. LeBron yeah. is strategic to me in everything he does and how he lays it out. Even his casual moments are plotted. In my opinion, to a certain degree, do you know what I mean? I think that he's very, yeah, he's very calculated. That's the word I was looking for. He he's aware. He's aware of the legacy he lays out. He knows that. I mean, also, I know he's thinking about what is this going to be. Um, We know it's his what fifth straight trip to the finals, or is this going on the sixth this year? Um, Going on no seven (laughs) in a row. He's got Miami, 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 Miami. Cleveland, Cleveland, and then the shit Cleveland. Right. Is it seven or yeah, six? Yeah, it's going to be seven. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. So, I mean, that's part of his legacy. And also, though, how many he's lost because he's going to be right, the biggest champion. Listen, Does that not matter? Listen, okay. Hey, listen, the whole LeBron's record in the finals thing is complete BS to me. He took a team to the finals when he was like 22 years old. Yeah, he did. With, you're going to penalize him for taking that team to the finals? Are you kidding me? When you say, oh, LeBron has this many losses. Was in the Kobe finals? penalized yeah. for those I, four blown, um, four, what was it, three, four air balls? Not, not the way LeBron's penalized for losing that final series. LeBron took a team to a finals that no one in the history of the game would have taken to the finals, period. He should be commended for that. There's no way that he should I'm be ridiculed for that. It's insane. And then he had to face a Warriors team without Kevin Love, without Kyrie Irving. And he still took him six and played like a beast. I mean, there, there's so many things you have to put into context. And I feel like people just look at his record like, oh, well, he's three and four in the finals and he's not. No, you, you have you have to take things into consideration. He's been in the finals. Yes. The only thing that I will give people who argue against LeBron is the Dallas series. That's the, I understand that. I understand that argument completely. I don't think that would have happened with Jordan. Mm-hmm. I get that. I don't even think that would have happened with Kobe. Kobe, Kobe would went down swinging. But I, I, I just think when people throw LeBron's finals record at him, it's so disingenuous, and it's it's not an intellectually honest conversation. It's not. Do you think that LeBron is totally taken for granted because yes. of the high level? And, okay, last question, kind of on the LeBron greatest player in the world. So stop with the excuses, says CJ Houston. <laughs> it's the East. He, it's not impressive. I am kind of of the mind of CJ about the East not being least impressed least impressive a little less impressive than the west especially during that time period we can say a lot the east has caught up a lot well you had the celtics but... he lebron had to beat the celtics with pierce garnett mm-hmm. and allen he had to beat them let's not let's not forget that he did he did all right the bulls teams i guess with rose they weren't really all that mm. all that crazy the magic i mean i understand that the west is is tougher but let's not pretend that lebron didn't face you know, tough teams. The Hawks won 60 games the other year. It's not like they were a scrub team. But see, I always think when you say the Hawks won 60 games, I keep in mind that the bulk of that was against other Eastern Conference teams. So not that it doesn't count. It obviously means something. But I think it's different when you're feasting on a lesser product. Because there, it's not like in the West where one night you're going up against the Rockets and the next night you're going up against the Spurs and then you swing back around to the Clippers if they're having a good time period yeah. and so forth. So I think, you know, one through eight in the East, can you obviously, how far down that list do you go and say, yeah, one to one, these are really solid on no, point I with their that. Western counterparts? I get that. But I mean, look who the Warriors played in their, in their two championship runs. or You know what I'm saying? Like they had played the Pelicans. 
you know what I'm saying? They played the Houston Rockets because in the Western the Houston, Houston Rockets in the Houston Western Rockets Conference Finals. Because the Clippers did them a favor they and never showed. Played, I mean, but they never I'm, played the Spurs. Have they played the they Spurs? They haven't, but that's because the Spurs are getting they're getting um, gobbled up in the earlier rounds by better talent. Right. Spurs, Clippers in a first round series. That's ridiculous. Do you but, know? But, so I, but I what feel I'm like saying is like that. I, I, it's, tell them, CJ. Tell them to listen to me. CJ said that's a smart woman. Y'all listen to her. Yeah, Jill is smart. Jill is smart. All right, so let's move on. Let's move on to the Rockets Spurs series, which is my favorite series of uh, the four yeah. remaining. Um, but, you know, the Spurs gave it to the Rockets. 121-96 tied the series 1-1, to but Tony Parker gets hurt. So I'm going to ask you guys, Tony Parker going down, does that mean it's it for the Spurs? Does it matter much? No. Yes. No. Oh, I got a no and I got a yes. Josh. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I, I, Tony Parker was contributing, I'm looking at the stats right here, four and a half assists. I mean, I don't. What else was he doing besides his presence that? on the floor? His look, I mean, floor. slight I, he's, defense, he's not, not the, really. He's not even but... the team leader anymore at this point. I, I really don't think it's going to matter too much. They can put another, plug in another point guard. Um, at the end of the day, Houston is going to win this series. It's not going to be a sweep. We see now, but it, Houston's going to win, in my opinion. Okay, and, and you, they, you, they, they're still outmatched. Houston has more firepower. I'm just like really surprised that so many people are this confident in Houston winning. I have them winning too, but just the way that people are talking about this series, you make it think that like they are so overly ma- the Spurs are so overly matched. I, I think part of it is momentum. The Rockets seem to have a lot of momentum going into this series. The Spurs just look bad. Again, I mean, I said the other night, a 60 win team, you shouldn't be calling them old, but they do look a little older just a little run down yeah. in comparison to the Rockets team and just the way that um, the style of play that's going on seems to benefit the, the Rockets more than the Spurs. So you, you you don't think Tony Parker going down does anything to this series at all? Like, doesn't hurt the Spurs? No, I think it hurts the Spurs okay. slightly. I think that he adds value, obviously, because he is part of that veteran leadership. There are things that he understands and knows that um, um, who who's um, replacing him in the Patty lineup? Mills, who Patty I think Patty Mills, Mills has been solid. He's been legit. But Murray, he's been solid. Murray's going to replace Mills. He's got to get some playing and that And that's where I think that it hurts. It's not so much with Patty. I think it's who's subbing in behind Patty to take his spot off the bench. And sometimes when those rotations get out of whack, I think that it can screw a team up. So um, I think that it might go a little less further than it would have with Parker. But ultimately, I always felt like the Rockets were going to win out on this series anyway. I think I got Josh. Is it Ian? Ian? Ian made a good point. I think it's referring referring to Tony Parker when he says he was averaging 16 points in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, based on that, I kind of retract my statement. It'll affect them a little bit. But I I think... This series was always going to be won by the Rockets anyway. Okay. I mean, I agree with you. I, I just feel like the Spurs are, you know, they have championship pedigree. Pop is the best coach, I think, that I've seen. I'm not going to say of all time. But I, he's he's personally my, if I had put money down, the best coach of all time from what I've seen. Um, so I wouldn't count him out. I really wouldn't. I think people are really quick to count him out. It's kind of surprising to me, even though I do have Houston in six. Chat, what do you guys have? You have Houston in six. You have Spurs in six. CJ has Rockets in six. Okay. Um, we'll see who else. Big impact. Having Patty Mills to take the starting role takes a big tool off of their bench. That's from Steven Rosa. Um, Sam Steven Jones. Rosa knows his stuff. All the rook has to do <laughs> is do his best impression of Pat Beverly off the bench. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Um, Pat Beverly looks like he smokes Newports at halftime. Personation <laughs> <laughs> off that. the rip. Do you know? No, the, I said that. That, that was me. A... That's my oh, thought. Uh, yeah, uh, nobody uh, uh, that. That's just my thought process. That's so true. 
But, um, you know, I think it'll still be an interesting series. It, it's been one of the favorites. So I, I have another question. Since okay. I'm throwing out questions. Okay. So Kawhi or LeBron, blessed player LeBron. in... LeBron, Stop. Let's, let's not, let's not you even don't even want to have that conversation. Close. Not even close. You don't want even want to entertain. Not that. even close. Wait, best player what, in the league? Yeah. You don't even want to entertain that Kawhi could be right there on LeBron's heels, cool. pushing he's, him to he's, the other side. He's on, Le- he's on LeBron's. He's heels. younger. He's on LeBron's heels. Now, if you're gonna ask me who I want to start a team with today, I'm still saying LeBron, but I can understand a, a argument for Kawhi because he's younger. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Stop right. trying to All stir right. stuff up. All right, Joe, what, what's going on in the NBA world? You got some news? You got you got anything? We have a lot of news, but I want to start with something I think is quite entertaining. So, you know, big baller brand, right. LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball. Oh, God. We got the NBA draft coming up. I, um, I, I forgot about this in story. In a month <laughs> and a half away. <laughs> I already put my pre-order in, by the way. So, big baller brand is showing a preview of the shoe, which comes out in November. Here we go. And you can order them online. This is an independent entrepreneurial venture. You what, know, which, hey, which I'm all for. Thumbs up to all that. For. Entrepreneurship. So own your for own. For the pleasure of owning the Zoe 2. I don't understand how it's 2 when it's his first is shoe. Is that his number? Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. All right. I didn't think about that. Good looks. So it's four ninety five. Now we want to point out that... LeBron's shoe is 200 maybe 225 The highest Jordan, which was a limited edition Jordan, sold for $400. Would you drop 495 for a shoe that has been untested? We don't know if it's been wear tested. We don't know what the materials really are of the shoe. We know there's a piece of leather on the heel. We don't know what the toe box is like, what type of ankle stability there is. There are no refunds and no exchanges. And you don't get the shoe until mid-November. You see the shoe right up there. Is that a shoe you are willing to pay $495 for with that MSM paint logo. You let no. us know in the chat. Look. If you're if you're into shoes, like I'm, if you know shoes, you can see this is definitely a like a premium mashup between the Kobe 11 in the front <laughs> and the uh, Adidas Ultra Boost in the back. There's there's not really very much originality here. It's low cut like the Kobe 11. It's it's stealing straight from the Kobe 11. It's just like a premium version with that leather. Is that real leather, buddy? Um, they claim it to be. Um, you know, we shall see. The the the, the price point is super ridiculous. It's insane. It's. You it's, can get an autograph one fool for that for nine ninety five. You can get some the slippers, the slip ons for what was it two twenty five two twenty five, which is more than a Gucci flip flop. That future was it's, it's a luxury with. basketball shoe, and this man which has is a not, huge contradiction. He doesn't even have a he hasn't even been drafted yet. He has not played an NBA minute in preseason or even in summer league. Like I don't understand why he's doing this with this timing. What is, he, what is he trying to accomplish with this, I, I think, at this price point? I, I th- the price point is what is most concerning to me. Not, And I think part of the reason why the price point is that high is because, look, they're not going to be able to get a large size size run to get the um, cost of the average shoe per piece down. We don't know what materials are going into it. They mentioned some. Um, obviously, they're taking pre-orders because they have to get the shoe built. The yeah. more shoes that they get in, the, in the theory, cheaper the, the cheaper the production cost. cost but he doesn't have be. relationships to make it that cheap. Right. Exactly. With, with and on top of that, obviously, you know, it's a rip because for player sizes, adult sizes 14 and up, those are six ninety five. So You've an additional $200 because traditionally getting those shoes made, 
it's going to cost you more because of the limited size runs on that. I'm all for the entrepreneur game, but I don't see the angle at that price point. If it was meant to be a lifestyle or a collector shoe, then you, you don't talk about performance in your little video that you put mm -hmm. out because those people aren't buying for performance and you are directing this towards a performance thing. Yep. Who's going to wear it? The people that would be most open to buy it, little kids, their parents can't afford that. Yeah, they may pay for camps, but that's a in-person one-on-one experience, mm -hmm. not this unproven shoe. Right. Also, yeah. really quick, like I understand the shoes. I understand a player wanted some branded shoes. It makes sense, but why the slip-ons? Why right. the slides? Why the sandals? That doesn't make any sense. Because those it's are hot right it's, now. It's, it's a basketball lifestyle thing. thing. It is, yeah. but for two hundred twenty dollars, you, you put your slides on. Oh, no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. The price Mark, point is stupid. But Mark's I'm not buying a pair. Yeah. Mark's not buying. If you're a grown man, I'm a sandal guy. Older, you are sandal. Mark is a sandal guy. He is a sandal guy. He to work. If you're older than Lonzo Ball, you should not purchase these sneakers. A grown man should not buy these sneakers. <laughs> and, 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 and that's the point. Like, who is the price point for your peers? Because right now your peers are college players because you haven't taken a layup in the NBA no. as far as Lonzo is. Right. I feel like it could be leveraged because later on you could say, well, hey, we sold this many pairs of big baller brand shoes. Can you imagine what we do with your machine behind us to try and get a, a bigger leverage point or something yeah. like that? So I'm not mad at what he's trying to do. It's just the way that he's going right. about it is very self-serving. And I'm actually going to echo. Oh, wait, last Last thing, last thing, I just want to let you know, LeVar Ball heard all of our jeers about the price point, and what he said is that if you're bitching about the price, basically, then you're not a big baller, and it's not for you. So, boom. And that, <laughs> there it is right there. It's Sam, not for anybody. Sam Jones says if he goes to my Lakers, he's going to make people hate us way even more because of his dad, and I agree with CJ Houston. He says Lonzo doesn't care about all this anyway, which was, right. I was about to ask you guys this, because Lonzo just seems to be going along for the ride. He seems pretty quiet. He doesn't seem to be so defined of his father, but he doesn't seem to be defending his father either, which makes me believe that I think when Lonzo becomes a man, because let's be honest, he's a kid. Right. He's still a kid. Yeah. When he gets to become a man, what is he gonna? What's his relationship with his father gonna be like? What business wise? Obviously, he's I, I, always I gonna think, love his father. No, 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 no. It's I, always gonna be his dad. But is he gonna stray away from his father? Is he gonna think that his? I don't think so. Him? Let me tell you why. Because I think that he he knows who his dad is. He's been around his dad his whole life. I bet you this isn't new behavior from his dad. I think that he probably will take more of his you know, future into his own hands and his dad is going to be doing his thing because let's think about this. The three Bs, there's two other brothers coming behind right. that he's trying to extend this brand to and make it a family thing they as well it. as brand himself. So I, I think that Lonzo is not so much tripping or worried about the impact because he's going to do what he's going to do. I mean, let's be real. LeVar Ball isn't the first dad or overbearing parent to come into the NBA and think that they know enough and that they're making big business moves. He's not going to be able to get in and affect things the way that he believes he can with an right. NBA team. They're going to shut him out. So, I think at some point... If it continues like this, uh, Lonzo Ball is going to have to separate himself. For one, he's become he's, he's not going to do that. He's becoming Sorry. a man. He's he's going to come into his own. He's going to get his own money. He's he's moving out of the house. He's he's going to be around NBA peers and a whole other group now of people who he's going to try to emulate in certain ways and become a part of you know a certain set and a certain crew uh, away from his dad. I think um, if he gets drafted to a team like the Lakers, maybe somebody like Kobe can kind of take him aside under his mm. wing and say, hey, you know these are the things you're going to have to go through and what you're going to deal with with your uh, a vocal father because Kobe had some issues with with his parents as well. So he, he kind of knows about that. So I think someone has to take him under his wing and kind of give him a little guidance, I think. One season in the league and making his own money out of the house, out of Geno Hills. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, it, I mean, it's going to be tough because his dad is dead set on creating a brand that includes himself. Yeah. So no matter what, even if he's not directly involved in whatever's going on with Lonzo, I think that he'll still be on the side. Right. Branding himself as a basketball expert. Camps. Camps, whatever it is. Critics. Pushing this blank, you know, be triple B, whatever, the next yeah. level, whatever his course is, he's going to stay connected to the basketball community in a huge way. Okay. He, he seems to be using his, uh, this is obvious, but he's using his sons as a platform for himself. What yeah. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other news? Jill, kind of exploitation. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about that? That was my most exciting thing. Actually, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to harp on that for a minute. Um, there were some other things, but not nothing. so much. Nothing, nothing really. About, uh, Brandon, yeah. Brandon Roy. We, we discussed that on oh, Tuesday. Oh, we discussed that on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out Hope. to him. I Hope know he's doing that, well. What else? Um, there, there's some other little things going it's a, on. It's, it's, not, not, it's not what we're talking about. We're just really, getting to predictions yeah. for tomorrow's game, and we'll, and that's it. Yeah. Your After Buzz TV prediction. We got Cleveland and Toronto. We we kind of talked about it, alluded to it. I said Toronto's going to take game three because I had the Cavs in six. So if they're going to lose two games, they're going to lose game three, right? They have to lose game three. I'm going uh, Toronto. I think Toronto wins. I think they pull it together. I think they just get hot. You know, you're at home. You're pumped up. Similar to last year when they came home down 2-0. No one believed in them. Um, Lowry's hurt right now, so I don't really know his status for the game or... If I'm gonna look stupid, mm. but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Toronto. What team will Drake cheer for? Toronto, because well, <laughs> because we know he's a bandwagon jumper. He's yeah. a bandwagon jumper, so, but he's a brand ambassador for Toronto. So there's no know. shot with that. Then I don't I don't know I don't know he'll he'll go for Toronto for sure, but it, it won't be a good luck charm. Uh, Cavs got this. Cavs won. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I, I I'm still hoping for a gentleman sweep for the Raptors. Just. You know, I would like to see the Cavs have to panic a little bit in the playoffs just to make sure that they're sharp. But um, obviously, if the Raptors get one, it'll be three or four. Thinking more likely three, but I kind of don't think that they're going to make it through. Okay, so who do you got? (sighs) I want to say Raptors for the culture, but I feel like... (laughs) Go with you. You know, I feel we like had... it's the Cavs. I Cavs? Just, All right. I so the Raptors, like Cavs. Cavs, let us know in the chat what you got. And we also have the Spurs and Rockets. I'm taking Houston at home. Role players play better at home, so I'm expecting some people like Eric Gordon to play well, Clint Capella to play well. Ryan Anderson's going to have a good game. He's having a good series. I think that continues. I James do Harden's going to have a good care game. I don't care for Eric back. Gordon's game. Yeah, I like Eric Gordon. You're so I got the Rockets tomorrow. I think they win. And take a 2-1 lead. Josh, what do you got? And the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, they're going to come out shooting, firing on all cylinders. It's going to be a three-point craziness tomorrow. H.H. Town coming, coming down. H. Town going down. All right, and Third C- ward. C.J. Houston has Cavs and Rockets. Um, that dog Izzo has Cavs sweep Raptors. LeBron, tw- 32 points. Kyrie, 28 points. And then Fantasy Guru says, Cavs win unless DeRozan shoots over 55%. Cavs most likely in four, but five at the worst. I mean, that's what I said. The gentleman right. sweep. The gentleman sweep. All right, everybody. Well, to everybody in the live chat, thank you so much for joining us. It's been real. I love having you guys. You guys add so much to the show. We really appreciate it. You can join us on Sunday for our NBA Playoffs Review. We're still doing it every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday until further notice. 
I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Let's continue the discussion, guys. I love debating about this type of stuff, so don't be afraid to follow me. I'll follow back. We'll talk sports. Josh, where can they find you? Be sure you guys keep the conversation going all over my social media at JJTheTalented. And you can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Hit me up, chat. We can talk about more about, you know, superstar status, wives, and all of that. I love it. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you on Sunday. Until then, have fun watching the NBA playoffs. We'll catch you around. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 